in my previous relationships, I maybe I didn't even know what was good. Maybe I don't know. But now I feel a sense of with the past 10 years, I felt a sense of liberation where I've not had to be shy or feel like what I'm saying is What's the word? Like, I should be ashamed of it, so to speak? I don't know. Yeah, like you're going to be judged for it almost. Listen up. This bit's important. Hey, I'm Lynn, and this is my podcast, Let's Mummy Talk, a wellness podcast about everything that matters, from parenthood, lifestyle, love and relationships, as well as culture and health, both physical and mental. And above all else, it's about happiness. This is my happy place, and I hope it becomes yours too. Oh, Let Mummy Talk, episode 25. Wagwan, what it do and welcome to episode 25 of Let Mummy Talk or LMT, the podcast with me, Lynn. Wagwan! Yeah, I'm a little bit extra, but I'm excited today. I've got my good friend, my Cody, my OG, Sifa, on the line with me. Wagwan, girl! Wagwan, yeah. You sound like any gremlin right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually like kind of gassed that you actually finally got me on the flipping podcast. I know. I know. Hello. Just I'm to nervous. give context, right? I've been doing this pod for like, I think a year now, just about. And I said to Sifa from episode two, I need to get you on soon, girl. Mm. And all now, a year later, we finally did it. <laughs> and the thing is, there's no, the thing is, Steve, there's actually cheek. no genuine reason. It's just because I do things last minute sometimes, like trying to fit it around the kids and stuff. And right. I know you need organisation, <laughs> just because your life is hectic. So I need to, you know, have the date in from early and all that good stuff. Honestly. But either way, we finally got it popping. We made it, child. We made it, child. So just it. to give some context for those who don't know, uh, Sifa is the girl I actually started my broadcasting career with, one of my best friends. And yeah, we go way back. So this episode. And how long is it? When did we start radio? We're going back to salt. You're, you're going to actually <laughs> now expose our age. So let's maybe not do age that. <laughs> let's <laughs> maybe not do the age thing but no we've been in we've been in the game for a minute we'll put it that way and yeah our first radio show oh my gosh uni days like sultry sessions uni and days. what was that one we did like uk based music and oh stuff my god. street sounds or some oh some god we've done it all sis. we have done it we've done it oh <laughs> it's like a trip down memory lane but before we get into all that literally Let's start with some pleasantries. Now, if you're new here, hello and welcome to the podcast. This podcast is all about well-being. It's about mental health. It's about positivity, parenthood and anything mm-hmm. else in between. So if you're not new here, welcome back. And thank you for coming back every single time to listen to my voice and me just talk about random stuff. Today's topic is a juicy one. I say it every week because I do believe the topics are kind of juicy, <laughs> obviously. See, They're juicy. They're they juicy. Are, they are. Um, but before we get into that, the pleasantry must go on so let me get into the first question how are you feeling today mommy okay as i'm polite i'm gonna start with the guest see how you've been feeling what's been going on oh well you know what as you know about my life but everyone else doesn't know about my life it's pretty hectic right now i've got a lot going on i'm currently renovating um a property that i own and that's been keeping me pretty busy at the moment i can imagine yeah, it's been a bit um it's been a bit hectic, I'm not gonna lie. That on top of work has been uh intense, I'm not gonna lie. Very, very intense. But the thing is, just kind of I need to let people know what you're about. Seif likes being busy. She doesn't like rest. Like I, I say <laughs> it's not true. I, I say it's to her all the true. time, take some time off, you know, it's really healthy yeah. it's really important and healthy that you rest. But yeah. she doesn't know what rest means. If she's not working, she's <clears> renovated. <throat> if she's not renovated, she's doing in, the old jobs. Um, she's a busy lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In fairness to you, in fairness to me, actually, I did take four days off last month to go to Mykonos, which I, which was necessary, although I did work on holiday. 
which is sad. Hashtag workaholic alert. Have you heard of that? That's me, sis. You are that all over. Came back from making us, finished off a couple of projects. Of course, still doing voiceover jobs and then straight into renovating this flat and just getting life moving again. My goodness, yes. Like I said, you just don't like to rest. But do you know what is good? Because you stay busy, booked and paid. And the renovation, the renovation. Talk to me about that. So you said to me off air just now, like you're learning a lot, right? So what have you been doing? I've been learning so much. I've become a little Bob the Builder, of course. So yeah, my boyfriend is like the, fo- I think they call him like the foreman, is that like the head guy? Project manager, foreman Proj- guy? I would have said project manager, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know the proper name. He's like the guy, right? And I'm like the sous, the sous chef of the situation. Yeah, do you get it? So he's sort of like <laughs> telling me what to do, but I'm learning so, so much, like how to fit a kitchen. Who knew? You know, kitchens are mad expensive, right? In the shops. So expensive. But you know, all you're really paying for is like the doors. Literally, that, that is what makes the units, kit. isn't it? Yeah. And even the units themselves, you can, like, I was considering changing the doors on the current kitchen that we have, but I'm just going to clean them down and, like, renovate them, make them look cute again, take off the handles, change the handles up and make them look nice. Because, Do you know, yeah, I've seen a couple of videos like that on YouTube where people upcycle, so they kind of paint yeah. the doors, yeah, and they change the handles and they save a shed load of money and it looks gorgeous. You save so, so, so much cash. Like, I've learned the ins and outs of like properties and buildings and what's behind walls and how to like get a, like, do you know what? The kitchen one is what's throwing me the most because I know how expensive they are in the shops, but I'm looking at a situation. I'm like, it's like Lego. It's like, mm. click, click, click. They're not even glued to the wall. Like your units in your kitchen right now, they're not even glued to the wall. It might give be us like a little, little Give hook. us a little lesson. How are they attached then if they're not glued? Uh, I will, Nick. Right, there you go. Right, what's <laughs> ho- see the, your bottom set of kitchen um, cupboard. Units, yeah. yeah. What's holding them in place is the countertop. The countertop ah. is so heavy. Right, so your kitchen's probably built on legs on stilts, right? Like four legs underneath each right. section. Right. And then what's holding it down is the countertop. And then they just cork it at the edges to make it like look pretty but what's holding it in place because it's so heavy is your countertop sorry go back to maybe wine what's cork you just said like i know what that means oh corking you know like the the white um it's like a filler the white thing oh the ceiling that goes on the edge the ceiling yeah the ceiling yeah okay so it's probably corked or sealed with like a ceiling um but that is what's holding your bottom drawers your bottom um things in place now with your top ones it's literally a hook they're literally hooked onto the wall at an angle and that's what's holding them in place. It's not screwed in, it's nothing. It's literally like a hook screwed in from the top, left and right of your cupboards probably. Do you know what? As no you way. listen to this. Uh, as you're talking, I'm trying to imagine. I'm trying to imagine yeah. my cupboards and I'm when like, you I get swear a second, Go to your cupboard at the top left and right corner. You're probably going to see a screw left and right potentially, oh. right? That's not into the wall. That's into like a hook that's on the wall. And that's what's holding your cupboards in place it's real simple i literally took off my own kitchen cupboard yesterday like i know the back window it's, it's wild the thing I mean, is i'm not, I'm not a builder here, but mm. i mean you are you're bob the builder in my eyes now but the thing that's gorgeous <laughs> is like if you wanted to go on and obviously you've dabbled in property renovations and like buying and yeah. selling before but if you want to go yeah. on and continue this as like a, vi- a viable route for yourself you know the yeah. basics so no one can mug you off no builder literally. can come and charge you like a stupid extortionate rate i already had a builder and someone tried to charge me four thousand five hundred to do that now, literally, my boyfriend and I, we literally removed the kitchen yesterday. Two so you would have got charged four and a half grand for something that took you and Omar how long? Omar, like, honestly, it took us less than an hour to dismantle You're it. You're joking. He, 
he took off the countertop himself because it's kind of him and my brother took off the countertop and then I came along and helped him like move the units but we literally like picked them up and moved them it took us less than an hour wow it's a wow from me four and a half grand yeah. so this As, person would have potentially pretend yeah. to be more busy than he was and made yeah. almost 5k from doing yeah, a yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. simple-ish like, job the fact that my, my boyfriend's not a builder do you get it but, but he knows he's doing stuff, an amazing though. job. Oh, he knows his stuff. And he's like, I'm learning so, so much. And just the kitchen situation, I just knew it's a little bit simpler than it make, than they make it seem, basically. Right. This is actually yeah, really, really like, for me, quite mind-blowing. Yeah. Because I always know when you get quotes from builders that they yeah, obviously yeah. charge you an arm and a leg or something that shouldn't cost that much. But that is wild. Well, all it is is that they... They play on your ignorance. They play on your ignorance. That's all it is. They play on your complete and utter ignorance. Mm. And but you know what? Everyone's got a job to do. And I get it. You're a builder. Do your job. However, some of the work that they're charging us to do is because they know you can't do it. You have to learn a lot. You know, um, go on YouTube videos. Thank God. The for effort. YouTube the energy. Yeah. The effort. You're not gonna. You're not gonna do it. But um, of course, it's their trade. You know, I expect to be paid what I'm owed for the job that I do. Yes. But I do think it's a little bit wild, some of the prices they come up with. Do you know what I mean? That's that's what I think. I think everyone should be paid for what, they, what they're owed, for what they do. But some of the prices are a little bit extortionate, if you ask me. Um, you're almost there. Yeah, yeah. I'm happily um, coaching at my mum's for a minute, which is um, lovely, but, you know, overbearing after, you know, a week or two. My God. Mm, I can imagine. When you're an adult <laughs> and you're used to living on your own and you have to go back yeah, yeah, and live yeah. with parents, hey, it's, it's, it's quite a challenge, it's, let's put it that way. It's their talking. It's their constant talking. I mean, I speak to my mum probably every day anyway. Yeah. But when I'm in the house with her, the talking is like on a thousand. Oh, don't. That just means she misses you, man. But mum and dad chatting. Oh, my God. The talking is constant. What are you watching on Growing Up TV, mummy? I know you don't really tend to watch mm. TV. However, mm. I have watched a movie recently I want to share with you. I mean, it's not mm. mind-blowing. It's not something that I'm going to say run out and watch, but it was interesting. Now, the What's movie called? was it's called Truth and it's on Netflix, okay? And it's okay. basically about... An, just bear with me. It might sound boring, but just come with me uh, on this uh, ride. Uh, go, 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 go. <laughs> it's about an art gallery owner and her news anchor husband, right? And they're okay. in a really happy, lovely relationship, childhood sweethearts. Everything's going fine until doubts start setting in. So it essentially kind of focuses on temptation and jealousy mm -hmm. when two new people enter both their lives. But what's mm. nuts is that it's almost like the guy, I don't want to give away the plot, but the guy wouldn't okay. have cheated had he not been set up. Because you can actually, I didn't know it's a thing, but you can actually employ, I think they call them a decoy, a decoy, which is basically someone who you set up to go and meet your husband or your partner somewhere mm -hmm. and pretend that they fancy them and flirt with them to see if your husband would be willing to cheat. Ain't that oh nuts? Oh, God. That's so dangerous. And I watched it and I thought, would I do that? Because I know I'm a little bit cray-cray sometimes. It hasn't gone away. But the, <laughs> the girl did it in the movie, obviously, and it backfired in a major way. And I'm just like, what made you her set that up. do it? What makes because she, she's got a really important job. She travels a lot, blah, blah, blah. And I guess she's a woman and doubts and yeah, insecurities right. yeah, crept yeah. in. And her husband is a lovely guy. Yeah. You know, he's lovely. He's successful in his own right. And yeah, yeah. yeah, she just started thinking, what if? And yeah, she basically tripped herself up and basically messed up the relationship, which is really, really oh. sad. But um, bad, yeah, yes. it's all bad. Would I say it's go and bad. watch it? If you're bored and there's nothing else to do, yes. Do you know what? I can, can I pause you, you real quick? Can I pause you real quick? Talk Let me to me. you real quick. That's too bad. Where did we get that from? Too bad. It was from a guy at university. 
Okay, cool. I always forget. The other day I was like, where did I get that from? Like, <laughs> we were saying Do you know what years, I remember like, him? I remember his face. It's so weird because um, he was Eritrean. I remember that much. He was Eritrean yeah. and he was very sweet and lovely. And there was yeah. a time he was talking and he wasn't trying to be funny, but you and I, being the immature losers we are, we found it <laughs> hilarious. He said something to us and then at the end he said, and if you don't, it's just too bad. And from and then that we day- we kept saying it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're talking like 15 years later, we're still saying too bad. Like, too bad. <laughs> it was sad. <laughs> it literally came to me the other day. I was like, where's like, get that from I was like too bad I was like where did I get that from so in terms of you you don't watch telly do you you watch anything recently um actually I have oh hello what you been watching um and I went to do my hair and normally like you said I'm not really much of a tv watcher but I went to do my hair the other day and I ended up what she put on squid games so I watched Squid Game. yes yes I started watching squid game at hers and then I thought you know what I'm so deep in it let me just go home and finish it but it was honestly, I won't give away the plot to anyone who's not watched it, but it was subpar for me. I think this I like something subpar, you know, a bit basic. Okay. I me. mean, I didn't expect that because we discussed Squid Game on the podcast last week because I watched it, I binged yeah. it. And since then, I feel like it's been everywhere. All the memes on social. I think everybody in the yeah. world has watched Squid Game at this point. And did you, did you like it? it was, you loved I, it? I thought it was good. I didn't love it. I did think it was good. And I did think the end, I didn't see that coming. I couldn't have predicted oh, that. To, I think I kind of did, to be honest. And to be honest, how? how? And then when it, and then when because that's how basic it was for me. I feel like I could have like plotted this out in my mind beforehand. And for me, I think I like something with a little bit more depth. And yeah, I could uh, maybe off off air. I'm gonna ask you a few questions about it because I feel like it was just beyond basic. I like, do get that point, but there was nothing complex about it. It was very easy to follow the plot. Are, it was yeah. Yeah, I've got so many questions. I've got, I think I've got like two major questions about it. Like brother right give anything away the brother situation it didn't go anywhere yeah 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 it was it was yeah yeah why do we need that and there's another situation i'm like what what's the point of that Mm. what's the point of that Mm. part yeah i see what you mean i mean i did enjoy it on a surface level it was just it was engaging it does make you think oh yeah would would you do that i wouldn't do it but you know if i didn't watch if i didn't watch if i didn't finish it i'd be just fine but i had to finish it because i'm just like that Okay, give us, you know, because you're quite, a, I think you're quite a harsh critic. You don't watch a lot, Maybe. but when you do, yeah. you are, you take a lot to be impressed. So give us something, a recommendation from you that we should be watching. Mm, do you know what? I'm just going to go back to an oldie but goodie. I'm not sure how it is now. I've not caught up in the last two seasons, but Walking Dead does it for me, to be honest. Oh my gosh. Do you know what, right? I've never watched Walking Dead, but my sister and my mum are addicted. Yeah. Every time I it's, talk to them, yeah. they're like, oh, I'm tired. I was up late last night watching the new... I'm like, what is this Walking Dead yeah. about? Why does everyone love like it? Got, yeah, Walking Dead is pretty sick because it is... Oh, I want to talk to Rolana about this afterwards now because now she knows. I know Rolana, in fact, sorry, pause on that. Rolana messaged me. I told you to watch a certain show on Netflix called Snabber Cash. Sis. I think I tried and I fell asleep. Not because it was boring, watched... but because I was tired. Shut Did she watch it? Rolana watched it and messaged me and told me how sick it was. I'm I swear. You, Snabba Cash is, you would usually like skate past it because it's a Swedish, it is Swedish. Yes, a Swedish show. Watch it and read the subtitles. Yo, it will, Snabba, I ain't say no mo. Snabba okay, Cash. Okay, so your recommendation is Snabba Cash. Snabba Cash. I'll get watch Walking it. Dead, yeah. I will watch, watch it. Snab- it's only six episodes as well. So okay. it's really, really easy watch. But Snabber Cash is your one, trust me. All right, let's get on to the topic now because we can just sit here and catch up about everything and anything for hours. So today's topic, as I promised you, is a juicy one. And it's basically about love. You know, I love love, right? L-O-V-E. L-O-V-E. And the question is, 
is love enough? Now, the reason for this question and this topic today mm. is because I came across um, a post on socials. I'm going to read it to you. It was one of those, like, you know, the post where they just type some text. What are they called? Just, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Caption, the caption. A, a caption post kind of thing. And here it is. Before you marry, discuss parenting values, bills, debts, religion, goals, beliefs to instill in your children, values, family, culture, sexual expectations, financial expectations, family health, mental health, bucket list, careers, education, ETC. And I'm like, whoa, okay. I read it and I was like, that's wild because I'm married and I've been with him, I've been with Kevin for almost nine years, I think. Yeah, almost nine years. But before getting married, which was two years ago, did we discuss everything like that? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, but it's a really valid point. I I kind of feel like the points within that post are valid because people rush into situations and whatnot and thinking, well, I love him or I love her and it's enough. But see, the question is, is love really ever enough? What do you think? No. No, it's absolutely not. I strongly believe that it's not enough. Okay, so on that post, it mentioned loads of things you should be discussing with your potential partner, long-term partner. Yeah, and do you know what my thoughts are on that? Go on. Tick, 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 tick. Yes, 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 yes. I remember when I first met, um, when I first met O, um, going on 10 years now. Woo, woo. We discussed, I think obviously not on day one, but all those things discussed. On day one, it was more about, you know, uh, you're so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get into our day one conversations. I won't get you into- You don't have to I'm, get into it. I know your brain, girl. I know where it's going. Trust me. However, I will say though, when we first, when we- we're dating in jest we used to talk about you know how many kids do you want mm. um i want this many i want that many da, 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 da. and throughout our relationship mainly because of how he thinks as well he absolutely understands that those things i would break a relationship down 100 uh, over the years in the beginning it's all very you know cutesy and nice and whatever whatever you know you infatuate with each other you just love being around each mm-hmm. other you love the person's mm-hmm. space you love their smell everything about them just you know gets you going however after when things start to develop and things start to get serious you'll start to find in relationships i think that those are the things that start to tear you apart whether mm-hmm. it be family values or financial expect finance finances it's like it's such huge an, it's so massive like, it is so massive. I think it's actually one of the top three things in the relationship that will literally Hundreds. break it if it's not, if you're not on the Listen, same page. Um, family health, mental health, those things are, all, I think, I mean, all the things you mentioned um, are important. Mm-hmm. Culture, sexual expectations is another one. I'm sorry, that's a really big one, I have to say. I, I wanted um, to get into that into more detail of you in, in, okay. in a bit, because that's one I feel, yeah. I feel like you have more too- passion around that than I do. And yeah. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you why shortly. But okay. when you think, okay, um, don't just think about Omar, sorry. Like, oh, okay, if you're listening, yeah. hey, but we have mm. passed, right? So think about yes. even situations uh, yep. before. Have you ever gone into yeah. a situation thinking, do you know what, mm. I like this guy a lot. You yeah. know what, I'm actually yeah. falling in love, but you've not mm. actually discussed these things and that's been your downfall. Yes. Yeah, well, I've actually got a couple of examples that I can think of, but let me like focus on one mm-hmm. where those things, are you saying haven't been discussed, right? And it's been our downfall. Yeah, yeah. yeah in your yeah, mind, yeah. maybe naively you're thinking, I love him and it's enough. I don't know if it was love per se, to be honest, but um, I would say there's one situation, you know, I call him the devil, right? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The devil, him. I know exactly who you're talking about. And can I be honest, from our very first date, I knew that that situation was a goner. It was a goner. It was really? not like, a, I got that from Saucy Santana, by the way. He's a goner. 
watch that little video. I said it to Quote from who? Saucy Santana. Am I not Girl. cool enough? Who on earth is Saucy Santana? Like, am I getting um, old? What? Let me see you walk. Walk. Oh, walk, okay. Walk. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yes, him. I know the song. Yeah, he's a goner. He's a goner. I knew from a very first date. The very first date was my first red flag. So is it really about red flags? I don't want to call it a red flag because forget it's, red flag. Red f- yeah, it's not, it's not a red flag. That's slightly different. This is more, were you on the same page? Did you discuss things? Right, no, we're not on the same. We were not on the same page. He discussed things that I feel like in my young in my younger years, I just went along with, like, oh yeah, sounds cool. And I thought it was just a part of the journey, to be honest. Like, mm. you know, you gotta change, you know, certain things and certain things you like, and you gotta experience different things. And, you know, even though within the moment I felt so uncomfortable. Like certain things he might suggest or say, we're gonna do this, so we might go here. And I in my head, I'm like, hell to the no. That's not for me. You know, family family values and things like that. That is not, my family is not down for that. I'm not down for that. It's not for me. Really? 100%. You know, I'm not the kind of person who's going to generally like now accept certain things and deal with certain things. But back then, I feel like I was, I wouldn't call it settling, but I was just sort of thinking, oh, this must be the way it goes. And, and I'll just talk about the sex very quickly. That was a major 100% letdown. But you know me, I'm so silly. Mm. I'm dead in pretending to enjoy myself. But this sex was dead. awful. Really? I'm not sure how much detail I should go into, but this it was dead. I mean, girl, as much as you want to go into, I mean, tell us more. This is getting juicy. I will go into it because I feel like it. Hopefully, people listening who are in any type of basic relationship and not not really feeling it. All right, we'll see it get sex, out. Yeah, get out. Yeah, get out. Run. run. Don't settle for something that is not really making you happy I suppose Mm. that you're not really feeling like a lot of our sexual experiences and I don't want to say I'm a sexual person but I enjoy a little bit of mum's not listening is she mum ain't listening to this is she your mum might listen I'm gonna send her the link after don't send to your mum or my (laughs) mum please however I just feel a lot of our sexual experiences were basically and I just say as it is was me on top and right (laughs) right and generally that's fine once or twice in a one year situation, but all the time, it got mm. to a point where I realized that he wasn't very good at that act, basically. Right. And when we did okay. switch it up, he didn't know how to perform at all. Right, okay. And I'm not even okay. I'm not even like exaggerating. I'm gonna say at all. There was no performance skill whatsoever. In fact, I I would go as far as to say he felt pretty uncomfortable in any other position. Oh wow. Pretty uncomfortable. The thing is what's what's interesting though is well, I guess it's growth and I think it's maturity because yeah. now I see you as somebody who wouldn't necessarily compromise in that area. Like for you, that would be that's because something you'd have to be have discussed before to know what your sexual kind of no, preferences I are. And I really don't think you can discuss it beforehand. I just think it might become luck of the draw, to be honest, because it's not something that I would... Bring up. S- no, I wouldn't bring it up beforehand. And I think I just got lucky with, oh, that we are just so in tune with each other sexually that we... It, we and we talk openly about sex, about everything, everything sexual. I've we talk about it, we talk about it, we experienced it, we do it. Open, open. It's so open. I've never been this open in my life. All right. Beforehand, that's though, beautiful that you've actually met someone who's your match because it wasn't like you grew to become like that or he grew because you're like that. You were just both naturally quite sexual beings, and you, yeah, I like that. So when you say you know it's growth to become like that, I feel like it's a hundred percent growth, right? Because in my previous relationships, previous years, bearing in mind I've been in a relationship now for 
a decade now. So we're talking a long time ago. I Maybe I didn't even know what was good. Maybe. I don't know. But now I feel a sense of, with the past 10 years, I've felt a sense of liberation. A complete sense of liberation where I've not had to be shy or feel like what I'm saying is what's the word like I should be ashamed of it so to speak I don't know yeah like you're gonna be judged for like it I'm gonna almost. be judged for it do you know what I mean mm. no freaking way but I've n- I'd never I had never met anyone like that however I would say that O brought it out in me by so the, it was always there yeah it's always there I feel like the comfortability was always there with him to make it just, I just think our conversations were just so open that it made it difficult to keep anything in. Like, he was just like... Right. It's like he turned on a tap and I was like... Yep, oh, da, 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 da. Mm. About everything, to be honest. <laughs> it was just about everything. Not just about sex, about everything. Life and secrets and things that I'd never told even a soul. He took it out of me like it was nothing. I think that's a real strong indication of your compatibility. Obviously, it's not yeah. all around sex and whatnot. Like no, you just said, no, it's other no, things as yeah. well. But... The fact that I, I do think a part of it is growth and I do think mm. maturity and with age, we kind of just become a lot more comfortable with ourselves to kind of yeah. be who we are unapologetically. Yeah. Yeah. However, yeah, totally. and I will say as a caveat, at the same time, even at my big age now, I still feel I haven't fully let go, if that makes sense. Yeah, but it sounds yeah, like yeah. you have let go fully with O and that's, that's beautiful. Yeah, I feel a let go. I feel a let go because I feel like just over the years, I've just in past awful relationships where I feel like I wasn't able to be myself either sexually or Mm. other it was just a complete 180 when I met someone like him who was able to like bring out the best in me so to speak yeah I would say that bring out the best in me whereas other partners probably probably were not able to bring out the best in me at all and also I don't think I'm a difficult person but I think I can you know I got my ways (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like he was able to like see me for who I really truly am accept me for all my flaws and you know there are a few and sort of say it's all good I got you and he always says you know mm. I don't think any other man would be able to handle you the way I handle you and I'm like big facts <laughs> big yeah. facts yeah you know yeah I mean having known you for so long yeah. and just seeing how you and Omar flow obviously I don't know the the intimate details of your relationship yeah, yeah. obviously but just seeing from an outside point of view how you guys flow and comparing it to ones I've seen you in before yeah it's different it, the fit is just it, it's, different. it's it, different it hits different it looks different yeah. it is different and that's why it's lasted a decade it's different it's I mean so the proof different. is in the pudding honestly is, was there was there anything that you kind of feel or is there anything that you feel you didn't or you don't agree on mm. but it still works like out of all the things on that meme or that, you know, mm. that, sorry, that Instagram post that I saw. Yeah, yeah. Because like, when I think about me and Kevin, for example, like what I'd say is culture. So for those, those who don't know, my husband is mixed race, okay? um, Half like white Lebanese and half black African. Now I'm half Nigerian, half Jamaican. So I'm, I'm black, I'm black, black. Now basically <laughs> within, <laughs> within that, like there are different cultural things and cultural ways course, and traits yeah, and yeah. behaviors, right? Now, when I met him, this is no shade because I know he's listening, but it just is what it is. It's just facts. But yeah. when I met him, for example, he didn't know about washing chicken, things like this. So these, these are things that yeah, we didn't discuss. Gotta, I mm, just mm. naively presumed, you know, my man's mixed race. He's got a black parent from somewhere. So that means he'll understand that that is standard. We wash our meat. Yes. You know, and I know a lot of European, a lot of English people, they don't wash meat. It's not standard to them. Actually, it's kind of strange yeah. to wash meat. So when I when I met him, I encountered that problem. And I see it as a problem because it had to change. There was no way it could run. But when I saw that, I was like, oh gosh, um, yeah. this is a problem. And even little things like, you know me, I speak a bit of patois every now and again. <laughs> like, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very proud of my, my, my my heritage so 
every night I might break out a little bit of patois, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And there was a time I said to my daughter, I was like, well, go on, babes. And he went, oh my gosh, just speak properly, please. Oh my <laughs> you went, you went left. gosh, I exploded. I Because exp- I'm like, what did you just say? He's yeah. like, you can't keep talking because you've got an American accent. You yeah. can't keep talking to her like that, blah, blah, blah. You need to speak proper English. I said, how dare you? How, yeah, like, yeah, what you're yeah, trying to yeah. do is deny the Caribbean blood that runs through my veins and also yeah, through yeah, our yeah. children's veins. You know, I speak very, very well, as you can hear. Yeah, yeah. And very well educated. But at the same time, you have to be able to switch up. The switch yeah, code yeah, is important. Yeah, so yeah. if I can talk in a job appropriately and get jobs and whatnot, but then when I'm speaking to my people, then I can speak a bit more like this. Or you, you're not, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, blah, no, blah, no, blah, totally, blah, blah, totally, blah. Totally. It's not a problem. Yeah. You know, so that, for him to make it one, it just, it showed me culturally we were yeah, quite different. Yeah, 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 the, 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 I guess the solution and the reason we were able to work through it is because Kevin is a beautiful being and he is so open to change. He's so open to learning, to developing. And I think if that ignorance, and I will call it an ignorance, was there and it remains and he wasn't willing to see another point yeah. of view or willing to go along on the journey with me, it would be a no yeah. for me because I'm not dumbing down or muting my blackness or my Caribbean ways or my patois <laughs> because I do break out into patois daily. It's just how I roll. I'm not <laughs> I'm not dumbing that down for anyone. But the fact he kind of he apologized, he acknowledged like what I said, yeah, which is no, you can't it's a part erase of you. who I am. Mm-hmm. That's part of my identity. You know what I mean? So th- there for me was yeah. potentially gonna have to be a compromise there. But luckily yeah, yeah, my mum was yeah, willing totally. to learn. We love to see it. This is Callie. You're listening to my mummy's podcast. Let mummy talk. Isn't it great? What about religion, Steve? Because I thought you and I are very similar in a sense where we were raised in the church. We're Christian, yeah, right? Yeah. Now, do we go to church actively, regularly? I personally no, don't. I don't I know about been you. I've in a long time. Do you know I, mean? I even feel guilty saying that. I get my church through my mum. My mum's my church because she sends us up on a daily basis, honestly. She's my church. <laughs> when I met Kevin, at one point he was saying he was an atheist and then he said he's not an atheist. He just he just basically doesn't believe in going to church and things like mm. that. And that was quite different to right. me and how I'd been raised. And even when I spoke to his parents, they were like, oh, you, you go to church? Yeah. At the time I was going to church a little bit. And I said, yeah, but it was very yeah. strange to them. So in my heart, I thought, Does, is this gonna work? Because if I'm someone mm, who's been raised yeah. in the church and I believe in um, having faith, I believe in praise and worship, all these different things, um, is he going to find it something that's strange? Mm. Like even now, when I'm really low, if I have a low day, yeah. guys, I listen to gospel mm, mm, and I'll mm, be singing mm. my heart out, right? And he'll come in and he'll laugh at me and walk off. And I'm like, what is funny? When you're down, what do you have that lifts yeah. your spirits the way gospel does? Tell me, I'll wait. <laughs> because, see, what else? No, what else can lift your spirits the way gospel music yeah. does? I just don't understand. Yeah, it's true. But again, was it a was it a break, a make or break situation? No. And for someone else, that would 100% be a break because their yeah, religion, yeah, their faith, yeah. their Christianity, you know, would be so strong. Yeah. They wouldn't be willing to kind of compromise on that. But for me, without trying to be a hypocrite, I don't even go to church regularly at all, if I'm being honest, because there's too much hypocrisy in the church. It puts me right off. However, the faith I have in my heart Mm -hmm. and the fact I still pray and whatnot is good enough for me. And he's willing to accept it. And for our children, I teach them about God and things like that. So it's not like he's trying to stop me doing that. So for me, it wasn't a deal breaker. Do you see what I mean? Same. You know, O is very similar to Kevin, actually, in that regard, because um, O is... Very, very similar. Not an atheist, you know, believes in a higher power. Yes. Um, However, grew up in the church, actually can tell you scripture, you know, scripture and verse, you know, can read it pretty much, knows a lot of the Bible. You know, oh, he's like a flipping encyclopedia. He's so clever. Everything's in his his head. However, he's not a churchgoer. He's been to church with me a couple of times, funnily enough, because he accepts the fact that I am somewhat religious. My mum's religious. Um, She keeps me in praise and worship on a regular. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I am not a church goer, but I do believe in some type of God. And I think it is God, Jesus Christ. I think I do believe in him. I'll call myself a Christian for sure. I believe that prayer can help situations. 100. Um, in fact, when I'm feeling low, O will actually say to me, you need to go to church, baby. Like when you Aww. were going to church, you actually would feel good. And more time, I would go to church because I was feeling low and I wanted a boost and I felt like church gave me like the boost that I needed of like positive energy and he'll be like babe you need to go to church like I know like if you're feeling low go to church you you always feel good when you go to church so he's never actually stopped me from trying to you know be the Christian that I am Mm. although you know all all the while having his own belief systems in regards to you know Jesus he doesn't believe in quote unquote white Jesus basically you know what I mean he's not into all of that at all it's just not on his at all basically but he's right. also not against do you you know read whatever you've got to read and do what you've got to do to make yourself feel better mm-hmm. and he, I, we, we've even spoken about you know when we have kids do we get them christened how do you feel about that and he's like yeah no he's, he's cool with that i think he was yeah. baptized himself he's down for it but he's like i don't want you know a white priest doing it because there's too many stories there's too many incidences and he's not down for that type of situation right okay you know so he's got he's got his beliefs in regards to religion like that has it been a deal breaker for me no I've been, I mean, I'm a decade in the game. Do you know what I mean? Not <laughs> been a deal breaker. In the game. <laughs> because what I, did, what I always didn't want is someone who was just completely void of any kind of um, belief system, yeah. Yeah. who was just completely a blank slate, just, you mm-hmm. know, living for the sake of living and nothing. But he's a lot deeper than that. And that is what I appreciate, you know? Yeah. 100%. And also, you know, he's the kind of person, he's also had some, you know, how, what would you call them? Experiences. Yeah, like experiences from people that are ordained blessed or what have you that have made him think rah that is um a bit you know that's a kind of there's something out there but don't know what it is inexplicable is that the word yeah yeah something you know what i mean so i know he's not completely flat and dense in that area which is what i needed someone who's not completely dense you know like Mm -hmm. i said he's come to church with me he's you know allowed me to be the christian that i am so it's helped a lot i tell you what though yeah i can give you something though i feel like family family i think i've discussed it discussed this with you before and he'll probably listen to this and be like oh my god sis why are you saying this but here we go (laughs) (laughs) but i feel like to me family i feel like like our families are very different my mum, i think i expected when we got together i expected a certain type of family dynamic simply because it's what i had envisioned in my mind as well for my future my family and I don't feel like I've gotten it to the extent that I want it. Mm. Where in terms of like my mum, you know my mum, she is talkative. The she best. <laughs> talks to people. She loves to chat, chat, chat. She loves people. You know yeah. what I mean? She chats and yes. she loves to yes. get to know people as well. So of course, and she's I'm, the most welcoming, loving, and, yeah. embracing person ever. And she can't help herself but to be that way. She's just, you know, come into my house. What's mine is yours. Get comfortable. Let's yep. just, you know what I mean? That's my mum. So of course, I expect the same thing from O's mum, from O's family. I expect the same thing from everyone. But I think they give it in a different type of way. They show love in a different type of way that I'm not used to. So I might be like, oh, they're, oh, they're being, they, they hate me, they hate, but they're not. Do you know what I mean? It's just a yeah. different type of love and experience. And the way they grew up is different to how I grew up. For example, his family don't really celebrate Christmas like that. Whereas my mum is big on, let's do their Christmas. Everyone come, come around. Get together. That's yeah. it. But his family are different. They do bun and cheese on a Christmas day. Like, that's their thing. Their big, their big thing is Thanksgiving. 
our, my big thing is Christmas Day for my family. Do you know what I mean? But again, it comes back to kind of culture as well, because obviously culture can just be different. Yeah, 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 totally. So, of course, Omar being Jamaican, my family is Ghanaian, and Ghanaian living in London versus New Yorkers living in America, being Jamaican as well, Jamaican heritage, it's so, so different. So, yeah. so different. It's just so different. It's And I thought that would probably be the one thing that is just going to, drive me nuts but somehow although families are important families are really important with oh living in the uk i guess it's become less of an issue i think if i was living in the us i would expect to be at your mum's house every single sunday because i know that i see my mum all the time and i would expect yeah. her to become my mum do you know what i mean but i don't but know that's if the thing the if, if that didn't happen that yeah if that vibe wasn't there is yeah. in the vibe like you said you came to expect and know yeah. from your mum and how she's raised you and just how she is so if that wasn't present and you were living in the states yeah that would possibly feel a little bit of void for you that would be a massive void it'd be massive it'd be massive because i'd be missing that nurturing motherly feeling yeah this is obviously family is a massive thing to you yeah so from the beginning are these things that you discuss? Like, I know obviously you don't really know a person until you meet them and get yeah. get to be around them more. So you didn't know his family's vibe and how different they were to, I guess, your family. Mm, mm, but mm. is it something you discussed? Did he say from the beginning, like, my family are a bit more like this Early, as opposed to like that? Yeah. I, I, it was mentioned simply because I was like, yo, what go on? Are we going over? Or <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, it would come out that, you know, oh, they're doing this or they're doing that. Oh, no, mum's lovely, by the way. Let's throw that out there his mum's lovely everyone's lovely in the family but they're just different to mine and I notice yeah. the difference do you know what I mean yeah. so where I'm like let's go around let's go around he's like no 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 we're cool we're cool here we're cool not there we're cool here because <laughs> he knows <laughs> you know what I mean and that is really it is actually just accepting that even though I feel like it's been a topic of discussion multiple times throughout the past 10 years and it's difficult because you know you can accept something in a relationship but it doesn't mean that it doesn't still bother you and I, yeah. I, I think the two are not mutually exclusive because yeah. just because I accept your family for the way they are it doesn't mean every single time I don't know your mum doesn't give me a cuddle or whatever it yeah, might be yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make me feel bothered inside because it's yeah. just who I am you can't change who you yeah, are and you it. can't change what you're used to and what you expect and it's similar Literally. to another one of my friends and um, she's always basically quite upset and bothered by the fact that her ex-partner's mother is slightly cold and detached. Mm-hmm. And I say slightly, but very cold and detached by comparison to her own mother. Mm-hmm. And it's something that she kept coming back to and used to say to me a lot. And, you know, and I know the mother and I would say that's just how she is. It doesn't change the fact it's hard to accept, but yeah. that's the thing about relationships because when you're with that person, you're also taking on their family in some yeah. in some yeah. respects, isn't it? Um, and it is tough because if you can't adjust and get past that like you said you've accepted that's how they yeah, are but yeah. it still bothers you let's be honest it does, like, it you, does, you it still does. would love that extra bit of I don't I know would. family whatever that thing yeah. is missing yeah but um, you kind of have to accept it if you're going to be with the person and that's the part yeah. that's difficult and that's the part that for some people they cannot compromise on because mm. I was going to get onto in a second a list of I guess scenarios where love quite simply and obviously isn't enough and one of those on that list which I think is super important mm. is the family is a family and the people you love disapproving or potentially, not even just disapproving, but potentially just not being on the same page as what you'd expect. Because that's huge. Like think about the influence and impact your family and friends have in your life and your partner potentially not getting along or not fitting into that whole. It just, imagine how much that would disrupt your relationship. Oh, Oh, that would be, if for example, if like my mum and dad were completely disapproving of O. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. They, they're too important to you. You couldn't yeah. even... 
No. And I, and, yeah, I just don't. I, I can't. Let me just say, I don't see how it would work. No. My mum is, it's rare to find that my mum dislikes a person to the extent. I was going to say, I can't imagine your mum yeah. and dad not liking, they just like everyone. They're just yeah, and then you. my dad will go along with whatever Jewel says. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> it, that, that's, that's that in She's the bag. She's boss lady. <laughs> yeah. So I can't see my mum n- not liking someone. Mm. But if she did, or even if my siblings didn't like someone, how would I feel about that? That might be hard as well, actually. Dare I say less mm. important than the parents? Mm. It, I think it depends as well on the closeness you have. With less important, and yeah. How, not just how close you are, but how much influence yeah. they have in your life and how involved in your life they are. Like when you think of like, for example, one of your sisters doesn't live in this yeah, country. Yeah. So as much as you're close and you love each other, her not yeah. liking your partner would be very difficult. If she didn't like, not oh. liking him. Oh. Too bad. Yeah, like, too bad, she's not with okay. you every day. Anyway, yeah, it's true. Like if my mum, if my mum was like, see, if this is not the one, this is not it. And my mum, yeah, she's real big on feelings and emotions. So if she was like, see, she's like, see, listen, I'm not, this is not, I can feel it in my soul. This is not, and she went deep and she will go deep. She don't stop, you know. Oh, and then you'll be left feeling like, this ain't going to work. My mum said it's not going to work, so it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah, no, that's it. Let mummy talk. Okay, so for anyone listening who is younger than us, so let's say like before, before or younger like, than 30. Like if they're 20, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay, yeah, obviously if you're younger than 25, for example. Exactly. No, okay, real talk. If you're under 30, I feel... I'm not acting like we're the most like all-knowing, all-seeing people because we're older. However, there does come a time when you get a bit more wise and you look back on situations yeah, and you're facts. like, what was I doing? And I'm going to give a quick example of something like this because I think there are people who are listening who will be in a situation or a relationship and they're having those doubts. Mm. You know, they're having those feelings of, I'm not sure because on this subject, we are not on the same page. So let me share something with you. When I first moved to London, I moved to London with a guy. Do you remember yeah, Susie? I told you yeah. about this idiot boy and I was truly madly foolishly in love with this guy or I thought I was at the time now for me nothing else mattered Mm. because the love was there and obviously the question of the the pod today is is love enough now at the time I thought it was even though when I look back on it now with the wisdom and my big age Mm -hmm. I recognized there were things from early that I should have clocked and realized would never work Mm. but the love was just consuming me and I thought I could get past it so for example ambition and these this is something that I couldn't compromise on like I I've always been ambitious a go-getter you know me from young and this guy was happy to smoke weed like literally he smoked weed all day all night at all he didn't have a job like he moved to London with me because well I at the time I thought it's because we loved each other and he wanted to be with me but I think he just did anything else to do with his life so he just moved to London with me followed me here and then when we got here he still didn't have ambition when I'm talking about future plans and goals it was always me mm, leading mm, the conversation mm. you know you know the ones yeah. where if you don't bring it up it doesn't happen so it's like what do you want for yourself I can't force you to want things for yourself if we don't want it together it's not going to work but at that time, I foolishly thought love would be mm. enough. Now, I didn't break up with him because we were on the same page. I broke up because he cheated and he did some stupidness that, yeah, he was just trash. So it made it not work. So for anyone, and I'm saying it with like a real plea in my voice, for anyone who is sitting there questioning, knowing that you're not on the same page, knowing that this guy or girl you're seeing or dating is not possibly right for you, don't waste your time, yeah. basically. I mean, just just don't waste thing it. Thing is though, Lynn, so, thing is, you know, yeah, as you ahead. said, you're going to do it anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, it's really, it's really, um, it's a great piece of advice. I wish everyone would listen to it, but it's really difficult when you're in the situation. I know some women who are mm. adults, adult women, who are allowing themselves to swerve 
red flags on purpose and just going through the fire in hopes that it improves or in hopes that things change. And I'm not saying people can't change, but I actually, what I do know, and this is from experience, that women and men are going to go through it no matter what you say. And they've got, to put, they've got to see it through to the end. They have to like, you know me, Lynn, like, you know, I always tell you that like, when it comes to relationships, I'm not big on giving you advice. And I'll listen to you and I will maybe give you, venture my opinion if you ask for it. But no matter what I think or no matter what we might see in a relationship or someone's quote unquote failing relationship, they're going to do it anyway. They're going to do it anyway. The red, they're going to swerve those red flags and put them as, you know, oh, you know, compromises. Yeah, they're going to put them under that yeah. under that umbrella and say, oh. Do you know hmm. what? No, I was going to say, as you're saying that, I'm literally getting real heavy flashbacks to a conversation I had with a good friend of mine, like a childhood friend. Mm. And she was in, she was, because it's all gone really bad and they've broken up. But she was in a relationship at the time with a very abusive man. Mm. But within that relationship, I remember one day when I was pleading with her, I'm like, he is no good for you. Look what he's doing to you. Look what he's doing to the children. Da, 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 da. Mm. She turned around to me and left me speechless because her response mm was basically when you're back with your husband or at the time your boyfriend, when you're living your happy life, when my family have gone back their business, my friends are doing their own yeah. thing, it's me mm -hmm. alone, bored and lonely and sad and depressed in this house. Yeah. No one can tell me what to do because right now yeah. he's making me happy. Even mm -hmm. though there are massive red flags and he's not perfect, yeah. I'm going to work with it. And it all turned to SHIT because they ended up breaking up for those reasons. But you're right. You can't tell someone because they have to go through it themselves 100%. and do what they what they feel is right for them in that moment, whether it's giving them that gratification of not being lonely or... Do you know what I mean? Listen, like sex. It could be sex. Of course it is. Listen to me now. No woman is leaving a situation based on anything we say to them it's not happening mm. you can give her all the late night talks you want you can give her all the pillow talk you <laughs> love you can do it you can spend your entire sunday talking to her about why she's this man's not good for her or why this woman's not good for you but they're going to do it they're going to see it through the fire until they get burnt themselves you see kids they keep playing mm. with certain things until they get burnt themselves and then they, then learn, they learn yeah. they won't go back again you can't do it it's not mm. happening i've seen it time and time again i've seen it with my own friends time and time again they know it's not happening it's not working this is the wrong man this is the wrong situation it's not going anywhere he's unambitious he's this he's that he's a da -da 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 -da, long list and they stick it out anyway until and they know it in their heart and they know mm. it until they get burnt or they figure it out themselves but trust me nothing you say to your friends is going to make them move or leave Red flags galore. I, I mean, the kind of person I am, I still, I still can't just not say I anything. Know, that makes I, know, sense. I, I kind know. of feel like it'd be a poor friend to just sit there yeah, silently watching yeah. your friend okay, walk yeah. into an awful situation. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they don't listen. You're right. But there are some situations where it's, to me, very clear love, more time than not, will not be enough to prevail. So the first one is differences you can't get past. Now, I think we've both been here safe, mm -hmm. right? I think a lot, if not all women have been here. And that is like... When I know they say you never stop loving someone when you're in love with them, right? right? But even with all that love, if someone, for example, has broken your trust and cheated yeah. on you, it's really hard sometimes to recover from yeah. that. I've tried. I have. And it's like, uh, um, it's the kind of person I am as well, I, it, it was a breakup for me. I, I just couldn't do it. Like, yeah. the diet was always there. and da -da. But then some people do. Yeah, recover. I've, I've recovered from a cheat. I've recovered. I really have. Did you move on? Like, did you truly yeah, let it go? Yeah, I did. I think so. I think it depends yeah, on the character. Yeah, I did. I'm truly moved on, let it go, but you know, still throwing a dig in here and there. 
Because <laughs> you have but, to um, remind them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, this is this is like a lifelong sentence for you now. You know what I mean? Like, this is you done. Mm. But yeah, no, I've recovered. I think some people don't recover that easy, though. It's not easy. And what about if, like, another one, if you want different things? This is what it reminds me of my, my father, right? Mm. And I, I say father because, you know, very loosely. But my father, because um, he was in a relationship a number of years ago with a lady who was somewhat younger and she wanted children. Mm. And he already has, obviously, myself and my sister and our brother. And he didn't want children, but they carried on going. And I just, I, I'm not being rude, but I just but, thought, what's the point? It ended, like, with, what are we doing it, end it ended with a breakup, no? It ends up with a breakup in the end, yeah. So I guess because, you know, the outcome was still the, outcome the, same, the same. Even though you tried no, to like push how long stone. you prolong yeah. it for? The breakup's coming. You you prolong mm. it because you. Or feel it good. doesn't, but then someone ends up unhappy, and that's yeah. the thing. It's like if you try to compromise too much to a point yeah. where you're putting what you really want on the back burner, what happens? whether it's marriage, whether yeah. it's kids, or whatever, you're gonna be resentful, resentment. and then one of you's gonna end resentment up resentment breeds resentment breeds, and either you're gonna that resentment will show its ugly head either in the next two years or the next ten years, but it's coming. It's definitely coming. 100%. It's definitely coming. Another one, when your values conflict, like imagine trying to censor yourself for your whole relationship because you want to avoid arguments, avoid having those differences. No. I don't see how that it's can work because you're never then allowing yourself to truly be That's yourself. what I've done in my past. I've tried to... I've, really? oh, okay, this is what you were saying yeah, earlier, This right? is what I've done in my past. I've avoided conflict. I've avoided conversations. I've avoided topics of discussion, important ones as well. Hell to... I could never do... Now... The thought of doing that, oh, yeah. makes me want to throw up. It would never happen. Yeah, It could never happen, but yeah. I've done it. I've done it so much in the past for fear, exactly what you just said. It would never happen now. And ultimately, did that end up being the reason you broke up? Pretty much. You can't sense mm. yourself that much forever. It's not working. It's not going to work at all. And it's not healthy for yourself. Yeah. Well, imagine trying to live a second life. You're basically, basically not being true to not yourself. Not being true to yourself. That's basically me in the office when you're, <laughs> when you're having to, when you work in a corporate office yeah. and you're censoring your whole behaviour, how you talk the whole day. It is draining. draining. And you leave there and you just feel like, oh my, you just feel tired. It's emotionally I want to just draining. be me. It's not worth In all senses. 100%. Um, and then we touched on one, which is the people you love disapproving. And ultimately, and I'm not saying there are not couples out there who have survived and are thriving without the blessings of their family and friends, because there are. I mean, there will always be examples to kind to what we're saying. However, I think ultimately for a lot of people, without that blessing from the friends and family, it falls short. It just, it, it, it won't work. I um, saw a couple on that show, Black Love. Uh, she was black and he was Asian and his family disapproved of her because she's black um be with him and they've got a child as well and I'm actually due to catch up with that couple and find out how that's going because I was watching it thinking how long before that actually becomes a real issue in your relationship and in your life you know because they've got children which kind of complicates the situation a little bit as well because children want to know you know their family so is she comfortable letting her kids go to see a family that doesn't like her are his family going to be mean to the kids yeah, and those are things that 100%. be running through my head and that's the thing i think i, I kind of feel like when relationships mm. succeed even without a family's blessing to a degree do you have to detach from your family Ooh, that would be a hard one especially when it comes to things like racism because you could not be bringing grandchildren mm. grandchildren mm -hmm. who are like for example half black around grandparents who do not like black people it just i just don't get how it works i was in a group before right when the whole black yeah. lives matter um, movement really took off i guess was it last year yeah last year 2020 
there was a group yeah. set up uh, on Facebook, whatever. So I joined this group and one of the women in the group shared a story, which was essentially her life story, which is that her, her parents are incredible British people, incredibly racist. And she has children for a black man. Mm. And they said, don't bring those N words around here ever. But she was still desperate to have, as I guess we all would be, Damn. to have a relationship with her parents. But for me, I'm like, miss, like you've just been told plain as day, your children mm-hmm. will never be accepted. And they've, they've even abused them in terms of the word they're using. And you still wanna, mm-hmm. you can't bring those kids. It's not even healthy. Mm-hmm. I would actually dread to think what would be said in front of those yeah. kids and to those kids. So for, for me, like for it to succeed in yeah. an extreme case like that, you must have to detach. You can't have both. Imagine, you have to that's, choose, that's, basically. That'd be so hard. That'd and that's so, the thing, so when, when people don't accept it, it's either yeah. you just get on with it, um, and detach or maybe just separate mm. a little bit from the family or something has to give. It might be the relationship. Mm. I remember my sister yeah. years ago Ooh. was, uh, this is when we was really young, she liked this guy and he was like in church. He was a drummer boy at church basically. And they were really into each other. Oh my gosh, the boy's mm. parents were like, I don't think so, you commoner. They didn't like my sister one bit because, <laughs> because, because she wasn't a devout Christian Why? in the church playing the keyboard next to him. Do you see what I mean? So oh, for her, for, for them, they were like, right, you, you right, are right. no good for, for them. Son. You're not a Christian girl. You're not good enough. And they despised oh, her and it broke them up. It broke them up because of that. So it, it is powerful and it wow. just depends on that bond you have with your parents and the it sway is powerful. and influence it, it is, have over it you. is. And I think how how loud mouth they are because for the her, for his parents to have been able to, like, you know, break that relationship up, it means they've got a massive mm-hmm. influence on him as well. Exactly. And they, they've exactly. got a big mouth. It's very sad, but I think it happens a lot more than we kind of realise. Um, another one is relationship not going anywhere. I mean... Again, it comes back to that thing of my first boyfriend when I moved to London, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you you, you love him. Okay, you're happy or you think you're happy, but where's this going? And, you know, temporary mm-hmm. happiness can only serve you for a short term. Because when you think of long term, it can't work. Let me tell you something. Talk to my sister. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If that relationship is not serving you, it's not helping to... What's the word I'm looking for? If that relationship is not propelling you to the next level, if that relationship is not feeding your soul or your pockets or something, but I'm not. Where I'm, we go? I don't what want to cause conflict, here? but I'm going to be oh. real because this is like a really honest podcast. But there were times like I can name a couple of people, like it's one we spoke about on the weekend. You, you knew you. I'm not even going to name him, but you knew. <laughs> you, no, I'm not. I'm not editing I'm out. So I'm not editing this out. This is just fact. I was. You knew it wasn't. <laughs> Keep it, keep it, keep it. I don't care. Keep you it. I don't knew care. it wasn't care. serving. It was a right? mistake. Like you, you knew it wasn't going to the next. He wasn't. Was he propelling you? Uh-huh. He was propelling you around mm. the bedroom, but was he propelling you to the next zero? <laughs> was he propelling you to the next chapter of your life to be better, a greater person? But no. This person was not propelling me at all. I felt a complete like I was dumbing down for this person. This is it. It was just. Like I said to you on the weekend, Lenique, in our private conversations, this person was a blip and your friend was having a mental Stop breakdown it. and you didn't Stop. even help your Stop. friend. So I think we're all allowed blips in our life. And that was a complete blip of no propel. That word, no, no, no propelling. propelling. I was not being propelled. I was not, my mind wasn't being fed. My soul wasn't being fed at all. It was really surface and quite basic. And I think that's it. I think we all and, go through times like that. I can name a good number of those yeah. <laughs> situations in my past where yeah, they weren't serving me. I knew yeah, they weren't yeah, serving yeah. me. But at the time I was lonely, I was bored and they yeah. were just something to do. Big facts. And do you know what? If a relationship is like making you go broke or making you feel depressed or 
not making you smile, not making like what's the mm. point here? Like you're not you're here to make we're here to elevate. Like Amen. we may not all end up being millionaires, but but let's like elevate ourselves together. Yeah. Like let's get to the next level. Let's try our best to not live this basics. Let's everyone's got different different needs, by the way. So for example, if my needs are to try and, you know, be high achievers and live a certain lifestyle and you know, have certain life experiences and you're not down for that and, and you're pulling me back from that, then mean you work. can't flex. It can't work. You know, everyone's got their different goals and their different wants for their life and their relationship. So let's, not mine or not for everyone's, but those are things that I want in my, that's what I want to feel. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Those are things that make me feel good. Those are things that help me to grow. I want to have my mind fed. Like I want to feel like I'm learning things from you. I want to feel like- You're helping me you're evolve. You're exciting yeah. me. I want, mm. I want to help that. Like I want those feelings like all the time. And if I'm not getting it, it usually falls pretty yeah. flat for me. Yeah. And I've been there and I've, I've fallen very flat. And like I was, like I said, I was having mental breakdowns in the past and my friends never helped <laughs> Stop me. Stop calling it but, a mental um, breakdown. You were bored and lonely. I can only call yeah, it that. I think that's what it was. Bored, yeah. lonely. God. How did we, how did I fall so I far know. from grace? Let's, you know, let's focus on where we're at now. Okay, we've grown, we're glowing and yeah, that yeah, is just ill. Sure. That's a, that's a yeah. glitch in the past. No, growth. Listen, growth is in, growth is real, you know, Lynn. Like growth in relationships, growth in life, mental, it's so I'm freaking real. Like I didn't think I would grow to the point at where I'm at now where I feel so somewhat yeah. enlightened, to be honest. And secure. I feel like I hold a lot of, um, yeah. and secure. I feel like I hold a lot of wisdom when it comes to relationships because I feel like I've experienced the bad, the ugly, the awful, and I've really experienced the good. And I've experienced the good with yes. flaws. Yeah. You understand? Like I've experienced the good with immense amount of flaws and still been able to sell, sit here on this podcast and tell you yeah. that it's still good. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's because the journey. it's worth more than, it's, yeah. yeah. It's the journey completely. And it's the learning within that journey. And I think it's been able, yeah, it's been able to have those awful... Experiences. <laughs> it's been able to have those awful experiences and really have a relationship that I value and that I love to bits and knowing that it's not perfect by any means. Like I'm not saying I'm in a perfect situation or a perfect relationship, but being able to me accept those non-perfect ways and still say here like you know what it's, it's amazing. amazing i love the feed i love how it's it feels amazing. i love how it makes me I'm feel telling do you know what i mean i would love in my soppy way i would love for all women who want it because not all women want this but all women who want it to be all, all people to be able to get to a place where they look back on their past and they're like this is why the others didn't work because i've met someone who yeah. though they're not perfect they fulfill me in so many different ways that I never ever had in the past. And it makes me realise those yeah. people before, they weren't they weren't right for me. And yeah, I think a lot of yeah. people sadly Good haven't thanks. got to that because they haven't found the one that they want to be with, like, you know, dare I say forever. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it takes time. Yeah. So um, the final part I want to say, I want your opinion on this one. So I was, okay. like I said, doing some research, looking at articles and stuff. And one of the things that people say is an indication you're with, the wrong person and you should break up even if you're happy is if you find yourself oh daydreaming about someone else yeah how do you feel about that oh because at the same time they acknowledge that um, we all do it sometimes we all kind of just our minds drift and we think about this person or that person but if you're constantly mm. wondering about how your life maybe would have mm. been with someone else or whatever whatever then that's an indication you need to break up mm. agree yeah Oh God, I, I, yeah, I would say she so. Says, <laughs> I think I agree with that. I think I agree. I know I can only go based on my honest opinion and my honest thoughts. And I don't daydream about any of my past relationships and wonder how things could have been. I really, really don't. I don't think it could have been any better than what I've got right now, to be honest. I don't think they would have like, 
fed me the way in which I've been fed the past 10 years, even with the yeah. flaws attached. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't daydream. I really don't. I actually look back and thank God I left. <laughs> dodge those God bullets, for, boy. <laughs> I dodged those bullets. I, I really do. Of course, I don't hate some of my ex. I don't hate some of the people that I've dated in the past. Some of them I really love um, as friends, you know, even a couple that I even text from time to time to say, hi, how's life? And we've obviously lived in our own lives and moved yeah. on. But I don't daydream about past situations or past men that I've been with. I think, praise the Lord, I d- it didn't go yes. that way. Praise the Lord, that didn't work out because I'm so much better off. Do I think that if you daydream... Yeah, I think if you daydream constantly about someone else, then maybe the wrong person. you're not completely yeah. content. Yeah, maybe you're not completely content in your current situation and that it may manifest later on in life. You can do manifestations, the you know. Woo-wee. Yeah, I feel I feel like, you know, when you like you might daydream now and you think, oh, do you know what? It's just like it's just an innocent daydream or whatever. You might do it now and you're living your life and you're living your life with your partner, or whatever, and you're getting yeah. on with it. Later on down the line, you know, there are reasons that people that have been together for thirty odd years divorce, you know or 20 years they there's reasons why they break up and divorce you know there are reasons behind it it's not like a i woke up one day and i just thought forget you i'm gone i think there are reasons behind those things that maybe reared their ugly head in the early years but were sort of like brushed under the carpet and then it's like you know what i'm older now i've not got to accept this i'm done like you live your life i'm gonna live mine and i'm gonna enjoy myself or whatever Uh... they might think i think there's reasons behind that so I would strongly agree. If you find yourself daydreaming, daydreaming constantly, I think the word used was constantly. Yeah. I think a, I think an innocent daydreams okay, but a constant daydream, you might want to look into 100%. that somehow and think about, yeah, how to maybe not do that. And it can be hard though, you know, because you might see it as an innocent daydream, but you're like, no, I love my partner, I'm good. It's an innocent daydream. It's like, oh shit, this is like a mm. constant daydream. It's like, oh shit. And then you have to analyze Ooh, what sheesh. does that actually mean? Why? Why is your mind there? You know, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, it's, so. it's a bit of a peak situation. So. Luckily, I I don't have daydreams about any of my exes because they can all keep <laughs> Okay. On that note, we're going to wrap up. This has been a very long, but really important and a good juicy episode. So, um, any last words for our listeners? By the way, yeah, I feel like this is like our conversations all the I time. Anyway. We chat for <laughs> hours, hours. Oh my god, hours. Um, last words. Be happy, stay true to yourself. In- make sure you're enjoying your relationship to the fullest of fullest. Be honest and open. If you can't be honest and open with your partner, maybe start con- thinking of ways in which you can be or reasons why you are not. But I feel like I found complete and utter liberation and peace in openness and as much honesty as possible. Mm. It's made me mm. free. Mm. It's made me love my relationship. It's made me love myself a little bit more as well because i've stayed true to myself and true to my relationship long-winded but i love it that was so empowering and uplifting like i love love i really do love love that it's so gorgeous i would just say for me if you are in a relationship and you are acknowledging that you might not be on the same page in many different senses or Mm. your values are just nowhere near aligned really consider if it's going to change because sometimes I think women especially we kind of just live in this hope that one day he or she will change and it will be okay but sometimes Mm. we just don't so if that's the case don't waste your time because you know the whole time you're with this Mm. person wasted your time you might just miss the one that actually was meant for you do you see what I mean so I think my thing is like find what makes you truly happy find what you really want in life 
recognize it and don't settle if someone's not on the same page they can still be a lovely person it might just mean they're not the right person for you and that's okay and that is it and big facts <laughs> thanks for joining thanks me for having it's me. lovely and we will catch up again soon thank you for listening to episode 25 of let mommy talk it was a long one so if you're still here at the end you're a g g g and uh <laughs> join us again in two weeks time for episode 26 take care remember life is short enjoy it hope you have a lovely day hey this is Callie. i want you to remember this song just let out mine. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. So always remember, let your light shine.